And we're back. We're back. Oh, dang. We good? Better? All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for for tuning in. This is Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Season 5, Week 19, this is the B Block. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois, my name is Joel. With me this evening is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Hi, Joel. It's going well. I'm uh, broadcasting live, as usual, from uh, Brooklyn, New York. And also joining us, special guest, Kevin. Kevin, how's it going? It's going good. My name's Kevin, coming at you from Monticello, Illinois. Uh, Kevin is our guest for this segment, the B Block, and we are going to focus very specifically today on the NL Central. Kevin, like a lot of people from Central Illinois, is a Chicago Cubs fan. And right now, in the Central Division, of all the six divisions in Major League Baseball, that division is probably the most exciting. You've got the Cubs. Right now, it's Monday night. You got the Cubs and the Cards literally tied for the division lead, and they're only one game ahead of the Milwaukee Brewers. So I want to do a little deep dive into that division, see what we think is going to happen. Kevin, from your perspective, what's been going on? A lot of underperforming teams. Yeah. Uh, I think the, the Cubs comes to mind as one for that in particular, but... You know, I'm a biased Cubs fan, so I'm always going to say that they're not performing as good as their talent is. <laughs> um, but I think in general, I mean, it's it's a tough division, and there's no easy win. So each time they play each other, they're going to, you know, knock each other down a little bit. I know the, the Cubs are the ones I follow, and they lose consistently to the Reds, who are in, like, last place in that division. Right. Um, but I do think it was interesting there was a, a – trade within the division even between the Pirates and the Brewers they sent Jordan Lyle to the Brewers oh interesting to get things rolling in the division Why back to the Brewers wasn't he on the Brewers last season yep back to the Brewers <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the Pirates do with their trades but they do all sorts of weird pitching trades right uh Kevin are you are you a life lifelong Cubs fan yep do you have like a favorite Cubs team like from history, I, or I mean, it, I'm assuming you're not going to allow the 2016 in there because I think that's the World Series team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, I was more thinking from like childhood or whatever. I mean, obviously the World um, Series team. <laughs> I mean, the first good team I watched was 03. Uh huh. With uh, Steve Bartman year. Oh, oh nice. Marlins. Who? That yeah. was the pitching, right? When you had who were your pitchers that year? No, 08 was their pitching. 2003. Well, we had. We had Derek Lee. We No, Derek Lee wasn't on our team yet. 03 was Moises Alou, Corey Patterson, Sammy Sosa. Uh, okay. Was that the Sosa home run race, Mark McGuire? No, no, then? that was like 98. 98, right. That's what it was. So 2003, did the Cubs win the division that year? They must have. Yeah. And they yeah. went to the playoffs. And they lost it, NLCS. Yes, against the Marlins. The CS, yeah, against the Marlins. Yes. Yeah, those Marlins teams are the biggest mystery, I think, in all of baseball. Well, they were good. Right, and then they tail it down Yeah. immediately. Like, they had a lot of good guys on that Marlins team 
they won. They beat the Yankees. And right. then, um, that was the Pudge Rodriguez team, right? Yeah. And I was like the only yeah. person they were paying any amount of money. Yeah. And was uh the what did they have what's his name? Uh Coach Schilling was on that team too, wasn't he? Was he a Diamondback? No. Was he a Diamondback? Yeah, I he was get, a Diamondback. I get the Marlins and the Diamondbacks of the early 2000s confused all the time because they they're had, both like those random teams that won World Series in that era. Yeah, they had the pitcher. Sergio. No, they had the pitcher who then played for the Red Sox the next year, right? Coach No. On the Marlins? Dontrell yeah. Willis was on that team. No, no, oh, no, no. I'm thinking of a, the other the other team, the Marlins, team that won the World Series. The 97 Marlins. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the Marlins won two World Series. All right, so that was like, so you were like a child then. That was like your heartbreak moment was the Cubs losing in the 2003 NLCS. Yes. And is that what like bound you to the Chicago Cubs then, that like sense of devastation and loss? Because that's my uh, favorite thing about sports. I, I like to think that loss and devastation isn't what tied me to the Cubs, but, you know, just always cheering for them. I, mean, I didn't even live in Chicago back then. I was growing up in Georgia. Oh, wow. So. So why weren't you an Atlanta Braves fan? I mean, they were they were always kind of the second team and, until the fact that I realized that they're kind of rivals with the Cubs back then. Right, right. Back in the early 2000s, and they actually played them in that 03 playoff and they they beat him and i think maddox was on that Braves yeah, team sure He's not in his prime anymore but he didn't need to be in his prime to be good um but Wait, how yeah, did you I, end up a cubs fan then well my parents both grew up around chicago oh okay okay but you were in georgia so were you like hey dog <laughs> uh, so were you like going on the the playground like surrounded by braves fans and you're like no i'm a cubs fan no i was in like second grade and actually <laughs> by, by the time third grade rolled around which was 2003 i was actually up up north by then you were up north by then i always i'm always so like i grew up in oregon and it like in the early 90s was when the jordan and the bulls had their dynasty and one of their championships were against the portland trailblazers which is why, like, even though I've lived in Illinois for 12 years, I still can't fully, like, embrace the Chicago Bulls. I remember getting so angry at other kids on the elementary school playground when they wore their Jordan jerseys. Because I'm like, no, they beat, they beat the home team. And you're wearing a Jordan jersey. How can you do that? Felt like yeah. I will say 2003 lined up nicely. That was, like, the first year I was up here. So like that first fall that I was up here, they were in the they're in the playoffs. Right. So it was a nice first year in Chicago. The Cubs are in playoff baseball. And they've been consistently good since then, pretty much. Not since two thousand three. I remember. Yeah. yeah. I was two thousand down years there. Two thousand nine, they had like a hundred losses. Oh, I forgot about that. I was just thinking of the 2007 season. Yeah, okay, never mind. They, <laughs> but they okay in town, so. Yep, they got it. They got the World Series. Um, okay, so this team, 
ups and downs, highs and lows. What do the Cubs need to, I don't know, fix is the right word? What do they need to improve upon to win the, the division? Other than relief pitching? I, I mean, that's a big, <laughs> big one, right? <laughs> I mean, that's the biggest one. Uh, probably right after that would be just getting on base and getting yeah. into scoring position. Because I think it was – I was confused because everyone always says that they're not great with runners in scoring position. But when they show the numbers, they're just not getting opportunities with runners in scoring position because they don't have – they don't really have a base dealer. That's so right. You know, they're, I mean, their leadoff hitter for the longest time was Kyle Schwarber, who I think you would never yeah. feel a base. That's bizarre, right. is that? Well, they probably are like those sabermetrics teams that don't believe in steals. But if you have a player like Kyle Schwarber leading off, <clears throat> that means that you're giving up on the stolen base game, it seems like. They also just don't have anybody that's like fat, that fast. Like they don't have a speedster in their lineup. I mean, their their biggest stealing threat is Javier Baez. That's what I was gonna say. But he'll just I, he'll steal all over the place. He doesn't care. I you know I I root against the Cubs, but I really like Baez. Like he is, I am. He's one of he's my favorite Cub because I root against the Cubs, and he's so good. Like he's the one guy that I'm like, yeah, that guy. You should always be afraid of, essentially, because he can do pretty much anything. Like, he's the MVP of the Cubs, in my opinion. I'm looking at... I'm looking at the standings right now in the Central Division. The Cubs have the highest run differential, um, kind of by far, in the division. Um, So they just must be really streaky then, like really win games by a lot of runs, and then... They are really bad in one-run games. Right. And they blow saves. They've blown. Yeah. I think they, I looked this up just the other day. I think they've blown 18 saves, I want to say, this season. And they're like 25 for 43 in save opportunities in 2019. That's bad. It's bad. And it's Kimball. Like, he is good. Well, he was good. But this year, he has not been good. Yeah, I think he's only got two or three blown saves, which came in in the middle, so you expect some rust. Right. But I think, like, Strope had, like, four. I think C-Shack's got, like, four. C-Shack, yeah. How's Cole Edwards Jr. doing? He's back in the minors. Okay, <laughs> so bad. The the greatest addition in my prediction here is the greatest addition at the trade deadline that the Cubs do is Addison Russell's down in the minors. Daniel Descalso is on the IL and Ben Zobrist is going to come back. Right. And when Morrow comes back, that's that to me is going to be all their big splash. Yeah, they're not. I don't. I don't think they have the pieces to make any sort of actual trade line moves. That was going to be my next question. You don't think so? They just. I mean, without putting into risk the the future when they don't have. You know, they're not. There's no one part of their lineup that's a problem right now. Like their relief right. pitching sucks. Right. But they're not hitting with runners. You know, they're not getting people on base. They're not. You know, their starters have been 
fairly consistent, but not great. There's just too many holes. Okay, so on the south side, we got a guy named Alex Colomay, who is, last time I checked, was 20 for 21 on save opportunities. Would you want that guy? Should the White Sox sell their closer to the Cubs? I I, I don't know his, his actual pitching ability. I mean, other He's, than being 20 for 21, which is obviously fairly good. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I I don't know enough about pitchers to say whether or not, but yeah. I, it certainly wouldn't hurt. I mean, we have Kimbrell already, so he would probably be the ninth inning guy or eighth inning guy. True. But, I mean, I think they're probably their, their biggest issue is a lefty reliever because we have none. Like, we okay. have Kyle Ryan, who is some random <laughs> minor leaguer who has come up and pitched better than any other lefty we had, so we left him there. And then Derek Holland. Isn't that amazing with that? Like, just some guy. Just, some guy. Kyle Ryan, he's doing fine. <laughs> I mean, he's not, he's not great, but he gets the job done. Yeah. So I'm looking at Yahoo right now, and I'm looking at offensive stats. Like... Cubs are top 10 in basically every offensive stat. Like, their lineup is good. And I would argue in the division, top to bottom, they've got the most talent, especially in the offense. Absolutely. Uh, Yeah. So what division rival, other than the Cincinnati Reds, who, like, mysteriously – have your guys number for some reason i guess are you more do you think the cards are better or do you think the brewers are better i think if the brewers play the way that they've shown they're capable of they're better because they've got yelich right who in himself can win a game um i think their their pitching has been so atrocious that you know that's concerning because if they get they're pitching in line, then they're going to be a really good team and a tough team to beat. Whereas the Cardinals aren't quite so, you know, one dimension going wrong. Okay. But the I Milwaukee, the, Cardinals. the Brewers have a negative run differential, even though they're only one game out of first place. And actually I'm, I'm just, I'm a big run differential guy. I don't know. If you yeah. Know that, but <clears throat> the team with the second best run differential in the division is actually the Cincinnati Reds. With a yep. plus which 20. is crazy, which is so bizarre. Right. the fourth, They're in fourth place. They're seven games out, and they have a plus 28 run differential. Milwaukee's a negative 16 run differential. Um, Milwaukee, I don't know. <clears throat> they went on that crazy late season push last year to, like, force the playoff game for the division. Um, and so they have – same like management, same a lot of the same players. That's who I'd be worried about if I was the Cubs. Um, the Cardinals are like a decent team, and uh, you know, it kind of all depends on what they're going to do at the trade deadline. I think because they're not, you know, they they don't have this. They don't seem to have the same sort of volatility. They've been kind of in the same trajectory the entire season than the. Brewers, because the Brewers at one point were in first place by like five games, I think. That was like at the beginning of the season when the right, it was like the first month at the season or something. I picked the Cards to win the division at the beginning of the season, and they were underperforming. I 
made that pick basically only on the basis of Paul Goldschmidt. I thought that them picking up Goldschmidt was like the steal of the offseason. And he has been underperforming all year until now. Yeah, he hit six and, home runs last week. Yeah. It's just crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it was six straight games, wasn't it? Yeah, six games in a row. He had home runs. I, you know, he's a great player. He's like, uh, he's a game changer. Uh, and he's had trouble adjusting, but, you know, you got to expect him to play a little more consistently, I think. I still think, I still think that Milwaukee is what you're worried about in the AMS. Yeah. I would agree with that. I mean, like, Yelich, Yelich is putting together another MVP candidacy. He's, I think he's got it on lock. People keep talking about Bellinger, but, like, I don't think that he's in the same league as Yelich. Yelich has, like, 30 steals already. Yeah, the steals are what's going to be the difference maker in that. Yeah. Um, and Bellinger plays for such a better, like, considerably better team. It seems right. like the only, like, home runs are the only stat that he's competing in if you, like, weight their teams against them. That's my thought, anyway. Yeah, Cody, uh, Cody Yelich. I'm going to create a monster, and it's going to be named Cody Yelich. Right. Like Cody Bellinger and Kristen Yelich are going to wake up on, like, strapped to operating tables next to them, and you're next to each other in your basement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're just going to take all of Yelich's blood and put it into Cody Bellinger and vice versa. And then they just both die. <laughs> oh, man. So Kevin's got... Uh, what are your dogs' names? JC and Cash, right? Yep. And what kind of dogs are they? Rescues. No, what what breeds? Uh, mix. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think Cash is Shepherd, German Shepherd, and Black Lab, probably Dane. And then JC is Shepherd mix, probably with some Pitbull. They're cute dogs. I go over to their house and they yell at me, but they're very good dogs. The dogs yell at you? Yeah. 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 They're like, hey, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, next question, Kevin. Joe Madden, is he, like, he is moving up in the wins category for Cubs managers of all time, which is kind of misleading because... The Cubs were bad for a large part of the last hundred years, and now, you know, they've been pretty good lately. I think he's fifth all time in wins by a Cubs manager. Is he Sounds your right. what? Sounds right. Is he your manager of the future? Are you all in on Joe Madden? I am, but that doesn't mean that the Cubs are. Oh yeah. I. <laughs> I like him. I think he keeps the game fun and entertaining. Uh-huh. But I know fans that are out there that want to see the same lineup trotted out every single day. I like the way he mixes it up. You know, I think it pays dividends for them over the course of the season because now you instead of having, you know, eight position players that you trust, you know, on a given day, you can kind of rotate more based on matchups and everybody, you know, can get behind them and knows those names. Uh-huh. So you don't all of a sudden have someone come up in, you know, the, the divisional playoffs where maybe you got someone who's really struggling against lefties. So you throw, 
you know, a different bat out there. And everyone's like, who, who on earth is this? That's really interesting. And maybe this is like an NLAO thing. Although Madden came from Tampa Bay, which was an American yeah. League team. Because I get really fr- – I like the White Sox manager, Ricky Renteria. But I get frustrated with him when he starts switching up the lineup. Um, because he he'll put Tim Anderson, who's one of our best hitters, he'll have him batting seventh, and it drives me up the wall why he's got you one of our top three hitters hitting seventh. Yeah, I mean, Madden doesn't go that extreme. I've never seen him throw one of our hottest hitters into the seven hole. Um, but like I said, all of the Everything that I read on social media is everyone getting mad at Madden for mixing up the lineup so much. Yeah, I'm just I feel like in the sense that I like it. Uh-huh. I think that that is a very important thing, specifically for the NL, because like there's so much pinch hitting going on that you really want to have people to get consistent at bats, even if they're going to be coming off the bench most of the time. Like you want to have right. your guys. Yep. Your lefties and your righties, who are going to be pinch hitting for the pitchers, you need to get them regular at bats. Otherwise, it's just another out, probably. Right, and that's one thing I'll say with Madden too is he typically, you know, he uses the season to kind of play everyone around and, and make sure he can get, you know, a good idea of who's good against what kind of pitching. And then once the playoffs come, he's pretty much using right. a set line every single day. Oh, that's the point. He also he's coming out of that Tampa Bay's Rays system, which is like they go so deep on their like statistics and matchups and like, you know, cause they have to, cause they don't have any money, but. <clears throat> yeah. So you matched, you matched him with a guy who's got money. Right. The owner of the, the GM. <laughs> the Cubs. Right. Well, cause you've got, you've got Theo Epstein, right? He's your GM. Yeah, he's so that, no, the, president of baseball. Oh, no, he's president of baseball. Yeah. Okay. Jim, Jim Hendry. Don't know. I think is GM. Yeah. No, no, your owners. I I don't like your owners. We can let's talk the about Ricketts. that. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. I'm sure. Ricketts. Uh, There's a family that still wishes slavery was around. Let's just say. <laughs> <laughs> Zing. I, I don't know. <laughs> That's house. a hot take, Sam. <laughs> Call him uh, like I see him, Joe. <laughs> uh, okay, but Epstein, Epstein, Epstein. Am I pronouncing Epstein. it wrong? Epstein. All right, Sam. Steen, yeah. Steen, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so he built the Red Sox system. Is that fair? Uh, I don't think Lead so. The yeah, he, he was the okay. one who, like, made the transi- transition from, like, old-school scouting-based uh, philosophy to, like, statistics-based philosophy. But I wouldn't say that he built the system that's in place today. That was a long time ago, you know? That's interesting, though, because, okay, so if we're thinking about the Cubs, like, structurally, so they get Epstein, who brought, like, a, a stats-based approach to the Boston Red Sox. Combined with Joe Madden, who kind of comes from the same background from the Tampa Bay Rays, out of necessity, perhaps? Uh, yeah, what do you mean? Is that the yeah. game they're playing in Chicago, is my question. That's the game everybody's playing right now. Yeah. Yeah. It, like, it depends. Except for the Mets. Teams are, like, going. Except for the Mets. 
the Mets are, Mets are playing Mets roll are the playing dice. A, yes, the Mets are playing a completely fucking different game than everybody else. I think the Mets are taking a nine-sided die and rolling it to see what position to play the players at. Yeah. Where do I put them in order? Uh, yeah. Matt. They just have, yeah. a, they have a minority report room where they just have three people in comas sitting with a bunch of electrodes attached to them. And they're like, what moves do we make tonight? But they're just regular people. <laughs> from, Queen, from Queens. From Queens, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, like, are the Cubs ahead of the... The the curve at all, like, do the Cubs have a competitive advantage in terms of their system? Or did they in 2016 and have the other teams caught up? You know, I think that, yeah, I don't know. I think that it has to do, I think that everybody has a similar system. You know, the, the Brewers are, they are going deep. Like, they were the team kind of last year that pioneered the opener. Right. Uh, and the closer by committee and like you know how far in people want to like, like the buy into though. this stuff it depends yeah the rays have been using the opener a lot too right yeah i just i feel like certain organizations do a better job than other organizations and i would put the chicago cubs as one of those the other one that i'm thinking of is the oakland athletics why the hell are the a's like in the playoff hunt again, right? Like, what the hell? The other one is the Minnesota Twins. They always seem to be like, oh, we're going to get the most out of uh, Sano or Nelson Cruz. No, the Minnesota Twins have been bad for so long. Not now. So are the Cubs, though. Yeah. Yeah. But the Cubs, I mean, the Minnesota Twins are a small market team, though. That's like, you know... They're like, they have their, they're like a less successful Kansas City Royals, really. Like, it always seems like, it always seems like they're kind of competitive, but they really never are. Like, when's the last time the Twins went to the World Series? I was probably like fucking eight years old, you know? Yeah. They won one, what was it, 92? 94, maybe. 94, maybe. I think that was the strike year. 94 was the strike year. Oh, yeah, 94 was the strike year. No World Series. The Expo. Oh, yeah. Kirby yeah. Puckett. Uh, Kirby Puckett. Yeah. In the dome. Tony, with Tony Gwynn. Tony Gwynn. He got the Padres, I thought. Tony Gwynn was the Padres, yeah. yeah. He played his whole career with Twins the for a little bit. I mean, I he played Tony his Gwynn whole Jr. career. Google it. He also yeah. is, like, the best average since Ted Williams. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're at 27 minutes. So... Uh, Cubs at Cards. Kevin, I'm going to plan on going to one of those games on Wednesday. How important is this series, Cubs at Cards? I mean, it's probably not as important as everyone makes it out to be. Yeah. But it is going to set the stage for what's being talked about for the rest of the season. Interesting. So, I mean, I, I view things from a macro level. You know, if they lose these three, but then win ten in a row, then I forget about the three that they lost to the Cardinals. Sure. But but it would put them behind the eight ball, and people might start panicking, especially this close to the trade deadline. I mean, I I've noticed even just in the fact that 
once the Cubs started winning, all of a sudden fans have become like Yankees fans. And it's yeah. like every decision is the wrong decision. I'm <sighs> That comes with success, right? Like raised expectations and then fans who don't really know what they're talking about. Yeah. I feel like that comes from uh, Fairweather fans, honestly. I feel like the really the harshest critics are the people who, like, don't pay attention the most. I agree with that. You got um, 91 is the last time the Twins won the World Series. 91. 91. 91. Who'd they beat? The Braves, I think, yeah. So, next Cubs schedule. At St. Louis versus Milwaukee versus Oakland. Ooh, here you go. You got a 10 That was a really good World Series. It went to seven games. You got a 10-game road trip at Cincinnati, at Philadelphia, at Pittsburgh. That will be an interesting road trip. Yep. And then you play the Mets. Yay. The Mets. All right. Last question. Okay. uh, You mentioned this already, Kevin. Do you think the Cubs are going to make a move? No. You don't think so? Nothing major. I think they might get like a, a random pinch hitter against someone who's good against lefties, but nothing. Not, not a regular player. A utility kind of guy. Yeah, like a, uh, you know, I say Tyler Stella, but not this year. But what they had in Tyler Stella last year, where you, you know, someone who could consistently come in and pinch hit and play, you know, two or three times a week, maybe in random positions. Uh huh. That makes sense. Which would be yeah. Ben Zobrist. Which would be Ben Zobrist. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was gonna yeah. say. Yeah. I uh, okay. Here's a question: Are the Cubs gonna win the World Series this year? I, you can't say that at this point. <laughs> I no, this, would this is what we do crazy. on this podcast. We speculate wildly and make crazy predictions with I mean, authority. Here's here's the one thing I'll leave with on that. Okay. <laughs> if if Brandon Morrow comes back and can be himself, uh-huh. if Stroke can return to form, right. and if C.J. Edwards can be anything of what he's capable of, you've mm-hmm. now got four arms in the bullpen that I think anybody would be afraid of. Yeah, I mean, I don't follow the Cubs. I I don't follow the Cubs, but when Joel told me that the Cubs were having bullpen trouble, I was actually kind of surprised because I thought that the the Cubs, like those names that you mentioned are names that I've heard and I don't pay attention. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, if C.J. Edwards, Stroh, Morrow, Kimbrell, I mean, I think that you could scare pretty much any lineup just firing those four guys out there. Right. And that means your starters go five innings. Right. Yahtzee. Which means Quintana <laughs> doesn't need to start in the playoffs. Oh, yes. Quintana not doing well? Uh, he's probably back and forth with you, Darvish, as the fourth, fifth starter. Okay. Yeah. Especially if you, Darvish, continues on his current trend. Which is what? Yeah. The worst, uh, the worst acquisition <laughs> of the Cubs history. <laughs> well, his last three starts, I think he's got like one walk. Really? Oh, that ain't he, bad. that's good. He just threw six shutout innings. 
in his last start out. He's starting tomorrow against Wainwright. Um, my guess is he throws a gem. Okay, that's a good one. He's, I like it. He's been he's been working five pitches very well. Good for him. All right. I I want I wish well for you, Donovan. I think he's had a he's had a tough time in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. He's not a bad surgery. man. Right. Yeah, no. I don't I think it's kind of funny, but I also feel bad for thinking it's kind of funny. If that makes any sense. No. No. We'll, no. Go, <laughs> we'll go with no. <laughs> All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh this has been Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. We actually talked about baseball this time. That's good. Uh yeah, thanks so much, Kevin, for being on the show. Again, check us out on all your social media platforms. You can check us out on Apple iTunes. If you do, please give us a rating, a review, and a subscription. You can check us out, soundcloud.com slash umpenhemp. Also, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Sam, I want you to keep up the Instagram because oh, yeah. our feed is all White Sox shit right now. I was doing that's good me. for a while. Yeah, well, I, I think Instagram. Our Instagram needs to be Red Sox heavy. I'm an, Inst- I'm an Instagram slump. That's what I okay. mean. Okay. Get out of the slump, Sam. All right. Uh, no. <laughs> Kevin is just shaking his head. No. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow. Oh, I love my rosy child. You got the way of making me happy. You and me will go in style. Crackling rolls, your store bought woman. But you make me sing like a guitar.